Yeah, this is the Rorschach Spain update from the 22nd of February, 2024. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. The body of a Russian pilot identified as Sergei Kurkin was found on Monday the 19th. Kurkin defected from Ukraine to Russia in 2014 because of disputes between the two nations. He later moved to Spain. However, on Monday, his body was discovered in the garage of a rented apartment in Alicante, reportedly showing signs of violence. Investigations suggest he could have been there since the 13th. Authorities are investigating the case and are considering many possibilities, including, not kidding here, suicide. Recent Galicia regional elections, Spain's People's Party, or Pepe, maintained its absolute majority by securing 40 out of 75 seats. Their victory solidified the Pepe's dominance in Galicia, where they have governed for 31 years. Galician nationalist bloc secured second place with 25 seats, while the Socialist Party walked away with a mere nine, and the Democratic Orense rounded things off, winning its inaugural seat. This win enhances Pepe's position as the main opposition party to President Pedro Sanchez's socialist-led PSOE government. Meanwhile, Brussels has postponed a crucial plan to enhance the European Union's resilience to droughts and floods amid growing water shortages in southern regions of Europe, particularly Spain and Italy. Ursula von der Leyen, the European Commission president, proposed water resilience initiative in September. However, it's been removed from the latest EU executive calendar without a set timeline. Green groups have criticized the EU's decision to postpone the implementation of the initiative, highlighting the urgency of tackling water resilience and climate emergency. Good news in the world of green energy this week is it's been reported that Spain has the potential to become a major producer of green hydrogen in Europe. According to engineering advisory firm AFRI, country has some ambitious but totally achievable targets. Spain will fund and support renewable hydrogen projects worth around 3 billion euros this year. Spain boasts abundant solar resources, making it ideal for combined solar and hydrogen projects. The existing infrastructure for importing key ingredients like gray ammonia and methanol can be repurposed for exporting hydrogen derivatives, essentially aiding targets and boosting the green economy even more. While Spain looks forward to a greener future, there's outrage in the capital. Large fireworks display took place on Sunday the 18th along and over the river of the Cuenca Alta del Manzanares Nature Reserve just outside of Madrid. The Mascleta is a Spanish occasion renowned for its intense and dramatic use of pyrotechnics and has been heavily criticized for its location this year. Despite petitions, the event went ahead. Many argue that the event heavily disturbed and harmed the animals and birds in the area. The lack of permits and transparency surrounding the event has fueled even more criticism, with roughly 300 kilos of gunpowder said to have been set off over the reserve. From outrage to acceptance, China agreed to lift its ban on Spanish beef imports this week, which had been in place since 2000. Wang Yi, the Chinese foreign minister, announced this decision during talks with his Spanish counterpart, José Manuel Álvarez. Recall that beef imports had been historically banned due to concerns over mad cow disease. Spanish farmers welcomed the decision as they are facing challenges due to heavy regulation, high costs, and competition from cheaper imports. Next up, Pedro Sanchez, Spain's prime minister, has defended the country's controversial Eurovision song entitled Torra amid accusations of sexism. The electro-pop anthem performed by the band Nebulosa has faced criticism for its use of the Spanish word Torra, which can derogatorily meant to mean bitch or slut in slang. However, 
Sanchez argues that the song challenges sexist stereotypes and promotes feminism in a playful manner, so much so that the European Broadcasting Union has confirmed the song's eligibility for Eurovision, saying that it doesn't go against the competition's guidelines. Now, breaking from tradition, Spain has its first openly LGBT matador, Mario Calde, who balances bullfighting with a full-time job as a baggage handler, disclosed his sexuality to El Mundo spontaneously, even to his family. Alcalde believes that his revelation as pansexual will encourage more bullfighters to come out despite bullfighting's association with conservatism. Bullfighting is still a matter of controversy with many saying it's cruel and outdated. Audience numbers for bullfights have declined, but Alcalde rejects claims of irrelevance, asserting its enduring significance in Spain. In some tech news this week, Catalan government has thrown shade at cryptocurrency company WorldCoin, even filed a complaint regarding the company's admittedly very messed up practices and potential security threats. Catalan newspaper El Periódico reported on the complaint and expanded by saying that the government felt WorldCoin, quote, violates privacy and data protection laws and is a fraud risk, end quote. Company founded by entrepreneur Sam Altman has faced criticism for its intrusive biometric data collection. The controversy highlights ongoing debates about privacy, specifically WorldCoin's iris scanning technology, which takes images of eyes using infrared light and paying 40 bucks reportedly to some miners for the data. A drug informally known by some as pink cocaine, but more commonly referred to as Tusi or Tuthibi in Spain, has spiked in popularity lately, sparking conversations for better testing and drug regulation. On the 16th of January, a 14-year-old boy died when his energy drink was spiked with the so-called luxury drug. It's called that because of its market value, not because of what's in it. According to the National Police, Tusi has a market value of over 100 euros per gram and isn't actually a single drug, but an unknown and extremely unsafe mixture of other illegal substances such as ketamine, cocaine, and ecstasy. Authorities are working to improve their testing capabilities, but the rise in the narcotic has highlighted the challenge of regulating drug market in Spain. Turn to the world of tennis, where two Spanish players will be gracing the court for a game to be remembered. Spain's tennis legend Rafael Nadal and Carlos Alcaraz are poised to face off in an exclusive exhibition match streamed on Netflix, dubbed the Netflix Slam. Scheduled for the 3rd of March in Vegas, clash between the 22-time Grand Slam winner Nadal and the rising star Alcaraz, ranked number two at 20 years old, promises an exciting showdown at the Michelob Ultra Arena in Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. Keeping with sports, Spain's Ilya Topuria's victory in the UFC Featherweight Championship signifies a shift in the mixed martial arts landscape and puts Spanish representation on the map. It also sent Spaniards scrambling for maps to figure out where Topuria was originally from. Despite the popular narrative of Australian Alexander Volkanovsky's dominance and experience, Topuria defeated the season champion as a 27-year-old undefeated fighter who moved to Alicante, Spain when he was 15 years old from Georgia, the one near Chechnya, not the one near Alabama, on the hip side of the Black Sea. Topuria was even given a cover of Marca, one of Spain's most important sports publications. World Trade Organization, or WTO, has upheld the European Union's challenge against the United States regarding Spanish olives. WTO has said that the EU was right to complain about the U.S.'s actions against Spanish olives, with the U.S. making the sale of olives harder due to higher taxes. First place in 2018, the WTO has now agreed that the taxes the United States placed on Spanish olives broke the rules. Good news for Spain and Spanish olive sales. 
To close with more food news, the Finnish company Paulig Group has announced plans to invest in a new factory in Spain to expand its snack business going into 2025-26. The investment aims meet the growing demand for snacks in Europe and strengthening Paulig's position in the market. The new facility to be located in southern Spain will focus on producing healthy and sustainable snacks will include an initial investment of 42 million euros. And that's it for this week. Thank you so much for everyone who filled out the forms over the last few weeks. We really appreciate your comments. Many of you mentioned you'd like to get some more in-depth episodes and interviews. Is that something you'd like? Do you have any topics in mind, something specific about Spain that you want to know more about for us to do a special show on? If so, please email us at info at Rorschach.com. That's I-N-F-O at Rorschach, R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Survey is still linked in the show notes if you want to fill that out as well. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.